Good day, Buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for How You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck Jose, and each week we take a brand new release and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I got to quickly, quickly introduce you to the other two co-leaders of the group. I'm just going to say his name. It's Alan Mark. How are you doing, sir? Hello. I'm good. Sorry for running late today. I apologize. I set the time and I was 30 minutes late from that time. <laughs> That's okay. I, I've done that plenty of times. Uh, no harm, no foul. Um, but glad you are here. Glad. Um, I'm assuming it was a busy day. Yeah, so I just need to close out able to... a bunch of stuff at work because I'm going to take the next five days yeah. off. So. Oh, that sounds so nice. I want to do that. Yeah, going to New then Orleans again, had, for a I wedding. Had... Ooh, how many weddings in New Orleans have you been to now? Just the one. This like was postponed this from two years ago. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. Oh, that sounds so exciting. To vacation again. Remember that? Remember that? Now, I mean, the the media is trying to scare us now and go like, oh, watch out. There's now a Delta Cron. Nope, no, variant. still being scared of that. Still being very scared of everything. <laughs> still going to be super anxious about all things viral. So, Well, I mean... It, it it's gonna be like a. I, I'm assuming it's gonna be a beautiful backdrop, nonetheless, because I've always wanted to go to Nolens. Yeah, um, should be nice. And so, for you to go, for you to have gone or to go twice now because of weddings, I gotta make friends with more people who are getting married. First time and was not for Steven. a wedding. We were just visiting the friends that and are. Oh, I gonna thought, end you, up I thought that married. was for a wedding. Nope. Oh, okay, okay. All right, Stephen, get on it so I can go to New York. <laughs> All right, and of and uh, since I've already said his name, Rane at the big three is of course the one that the one that hails from NYC. It's Stephen. Um, when am I going to visit you? I don't know. <laughs> when are you going to visit me? Um, <laughs> That's right. You visited me and Alan Mark, so yeah. it's my turn. Uh, I want to. Yeah, I mean, come. I want to come where when it's like not. As closed down, but I feel like things are opening back up. But then the moment I plan something, um, some something something will happen where it's like, ah, actually we gotta restrict things again. So I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna test the waters. See see when it's clear, right? Like because even now I'm like hesitant. It's um, so many counties are dropping their mask mm-hmm. mandates, um, and so everyone feels like everyone feels freer. And it, they look happier, and then I'm like, kind of like in the back of my head, going like, "But are we though? I don't know. I'm gonna wait and see." So, um, I do want to go, maybe in 2023, when uh, we no longer have daylight savings time. Oh, yeah. Maybe I don't know. But uh, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, today, I I just realized, or not 
I was realizing as I was t- drinking my tea that uh, I oh. made green tea instead of peppermint tea, which is my usual. So oh. my voice just suddenly, I don't know, dries up completely. It will be. Or you're like <laughs> super hyperactive and everything. Yeah, that could be it. Um, but I, I just try to avoid. I do try to avoid caffeine after a certain hour. But um, yeah, yeah, but it's fine. I know, I know it's like twelve a.m. for you already. It's, and but I, Chuck, you did get me a gift, and I, I just got I it. I did get you a I gift. Do, I would like to show. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> what I got. You got it finally. Yeah. Oh, can I, I, finally I feel mine? bad because I. I Oh, it's been there the whole time. <laughs> Steven, you never knew. I never knew. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Oh, yeah. You got to gotta show the reflective. Yeah. So I don't have one, but I do want to make one. Uh, so I'll figure out what, what I'm going to do. <laughs> oh, look at that. I got to put this uh, DK uh, photo card back. Uh, it's, oh, oh, yeah. I, I realized that I, I can't have um, Woozy as my bias because… I feel like because S Coops has my birthday, so I have to. I believe his Ooh. birthday is August eighth, so I have to. Sorry, Woozy. Let me check I, this. I'm, I know. I own, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stephen, did you see the gift that I gave April? No. It, okay. Is it a seventeen calendar? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I made it myself oh. on Canva. Oh, nice. And. The, and then I, I tried to <laughs> separate separate them by their birth months. Yeah. Yep. Eight S coops. Oh. Eight 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 S coops. He he emits such Leo energy, so it makes sense. Um. Anyway, that that was a great catch up. Um. Oh, I gotta update you because last <clears throat> last week I talked about my pens. Oh yeah. I finally got some of my my cases. So. Sorry, uh, podcast listeners. This is a very visual um, episode today. But this is my official pen case. Um, I'll put all my fun, um, whatever, gel pens and um, and lead and erasers and whatnot. Um, but the cool thing I got was this thing. And um, how do I push this down? So... It looks like this. It's like a little pen holder. Okay, so you just put your pens there. But when you want to uh, use them, there's a little air. There's a little spot right here where you push it down, and it should pop up and then act like a pen holder that you place on your oh. desk. So you can't see that. Oh, maybe if I do this. There. That's anyway. Cool. That's my pen update. I don't have those cool pencils that uh, automatically shoot out when you write. Uh, Those are in progress, but I will give another pen hour (laughs) um, or pen pen minute. Pen pal, pen. There's there's something there. A pen update. Up pen date. No, I'll figure it out next week. I'll give it. I'll give it again. But that's my pen update. That's how I'm doing. Um, But yeah. Okay, let's talk about K-pop, guys. All right, um, I've I've took a preview of Steven's um, menu, and there is a ton of other fun releases 
uh, outside of the one we're going to cover this week. Um, so I'll get to throw it to Steven um, because he has a delicious round of specials to serve up for you guys. So Steven, take it away. Let the people know what else is coming out this week. All right. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, yeah, there is a lot coming out this week. Uh, but I've once again picked five from this uh, pretty exciting week of releases uh, for some pretty big, big names this week. Uh, starting on Monday, we have the comeback from Brave Girls with their mini album called Thank You with the title track also called Thank You. This is their fifth mini album. It has four new songs plus a remix of the title track. And uh, just looking at the track list, it has all the same people who worked on uh, their mini album from last year, Summer Queen. Um, and they also show the like some more credits than are usually listed on a track list, which I like uh, for Brave Girls. And um, yeah, so you can find it's just pretty much the same people who worked on it. Um, but one little note about uh, their, this comeback is that three of the four members did recently test positive, unfortunately. So their showcase has been postponed. Um, so we do wish them a safe return. But yes, that was Brave Girls. And I just love the title of the mini albums. Just thank you. Um, so you're not allowed to uh, dislike it. Uh, so <laughs> uh, next release is on <laughs> Tuesday. We have two. Um, one is the solo debut of uh, Keon from Monsta X. It's a single album called Voyager. Also has the title track called Voyager. Um, and this has three songs. Uh, one is called Kama, and in parentheses, the word Kama. And uh, Keon wrote the lyrics for that song. Um, and then there were a bunch of people who worked on this, including uh, the lyricist uh, Yi Seran, uh, Parrish Warrington, uh, Diederik Van Elsas, Hudson Thames, uh, Trackside Ranjan, Hotboy Hot Rich, and MUMW. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, uh, yes, yeah, so that is solo debut. Uh, I guess, yeah, good, good luck. I feel like I don't wish them like a member like if they're already in a very popular group but nice to see uh making his like actual solo debut that's not an ost i think um same day uh this one's kind of a like a sadder release but um i've, I've mentioned a couple groups or or idols or uh, artists in the last few weeks who have celebrated their 10th anniversaries like B2B and Ailey. This uh, is another group that is celebrating their 10th anniversary, but unfortunately, um, they are actually, or they have already disbanded um, just as of this week, and that is New East. Uh, so this album is called Needle and Bubble, and it's a full length album, but it, it's like a best of that has uh, six. Uh, remasters of some of their tracks, two remixes, and then two new songs. Um, one of those new songs is called Again. Um, and both of these new songs were written by member Beko with uh, Bomzu and some of the Prism Filter folks. Um, yeah, New East. So they, they debuted on March 15, 2012. And that's uh, 10 years later, they released this album, and which would be their final release. 
Um, but yeah, they announced earlier this year they would be disbanding after a few members decided not to renew their contracts. So um, I, I don't do really. We, yeah, yeah. Do we uh, refer to them as Old East now? Mm. Um, no. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's too soon. West. Old West. <laughs> Old. <laughs> yes. The opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I only really know about the uh, just the members not uh, like renewing their contracts. I don't really know what else happened around it. If there was, I don't know, any kind of internal like. I don't know, c- confusion or something happening um, or the company doing something wrong. But it, I, I, I don't know. Uh, but it is just, I guess, sad for the the fandom. Uh, it's just called Love. And yeah, so hopefully they will at least have a good album to enjoy. Um, so yeah, that was New East. I guess we, we never covered them, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But uh, moving on to Thursday, we have a release from uh, Solar of Mamamoo. It's called, it's a mini album called Face with the title track Honey. And this is her first mini album. Um, it has five songs, four of which she wrote and composed. And uh, a bunch of the RBW songwriters also worked on this. Um, but track number four called Big Booty was just Solar. Um, and this song was first performed at a Mamamoo concert in 2018. And mm. so it's cool. It's getting like a full uh, uh, like studio version now. And lastly, on uh, Friday. Oh, wait, that solar release was Wednesday. I think I said Thursday, but it was Wednesday. Um, anyway, moving to Friday. Another huge release from Stray Kids, their mini album called Ordinary with the title track Maniac. This is their sixth mini album. Um, seven songs. It's all basically uh, three racha. And then there's two like unit tracks, which the members um, on those help to write. Um, but they did get some help from a few other uh, producers and songwriters, uh, including Dallas K, Bursa Choi, Jun Tu, Nico Young, and Million Boy. Um, and then uh, they, our Stray Kids will be going on tour at the end of April. Um, well, they have two dates uh, in Korea, and then uh, they'll be resuming their tour in June. Open? Uh, they they are no, hitting no. Oakland, um, but first they they are starting oh in Japan, uh, and then uh, they're hitting seven cities in in the U.S. I think starting in Newark. I, I don't know. Maybe that's a good time for you to come. <laughs> oh, um, I want to go to that. Alamar, can we go to that? Uh, Newark, maybe. Ah, I don't. I don't want to go to Jersey, but okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> you can fly into Newark, and then we'll make it work. Stay yeah, in oh, Newark. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like. I are, you don't are they see playing me. at the New Jersey I, uh, Devil? I think so. Night? Yeah, yeah, most likely. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, and then after the U.S., they are going back to Japan. So it's really a Japan and U.S. tour, but it's called a, uh, a, world, a world tour, tour. which I suppose it is. Um, Wait, did these tickets already go on sale, or are they about to go on sale? I don't know. I think it was just announced. So. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Um, All right. 
I'm gonna try. Still waiting on more information. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna buy. Oh. Yes, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy two tickets for uh, Stray Kids. That's you and me, Alamark. Um, and then if you if you buy two, if you want, if uh, if you need to buy more CIX tickets, I'm gonna buy those as well because I want to see those two. Because I'm salty about not seeing twice. Oh, okay. Continue. Steven, uh, yeah, well, I just had one last note because. They, I guess maybe they're going to be preparing for their tour for the month of May, but um, there's this pretty big like, K-pop festival in Frankfurt, Germany called K-pop Flex in May. I, I mean, it seems like a good time for them to go to that, but they, they're not in the lineup. Um, yeah, they could make it a real like world tour if they had a chance, but I don't know what is going on with that. Um, anyway, I guess good luck whoever gets tickets. But yeah, those are my specials of the week. Um, I just want to point out that it was so wholesome to hear Steven say big booty <laughs> um, <laughs> earlier. I, I just really enjoyed that. So thank you. Thank you for that, Steven. Um, okay. Let's get to it, guys. Um, Almark. We have covered this group before. You have given us a wonderful um, preliminary rundown. But a lot of stuff has happened since that last episode. So if you could do us the honor and take us through the rundown and catch us up with what's been going on in this group. Yeah. So a little rundown. Both not much and a whole lot has happened since we last (laughs) talked. (laughs) Idol. Um, So yeah. Since the mini album I Burn that we covered back in January of 2021, uh, not many releases as a group. Actually, they haven't released anything as a group. Um, maybe like one song, but we've seen member Yuki uh, make her solo debut with the single album A Page uh, with, that had the singles Giant and Bonnie and Clyde, as well as their leader Soyeon have a solo comeback with her EP Windy, which we covered back in July 2021. So... Those are the fun parts of what happened in the past year for Idol. Uh, but now here's the bummer parts. Um, so, and probably why they've been so inactive musically for the past year. So in early 2021, uh, when there was the whole whirlwind of bullying allegations that was just sweeping and dispatched all over the K-pop world. <laughs> um, one of them happened to be centered around the Idol member, Sujin. Uh, but because of these allegations, uh, Cube uh, decided to temporarily halt uh, Sujin's activities with the group as of that March. Uh, but then following it, that August, Cube Entertainment would then announce that Sujin had departed from the group and Idol would then continue as a five-member group. So rough times. Uh, yeah, you can tell it's definitely affected and hurt the, the members and definitely you know, the fans too. So yeah, 2021 rough year uh, for Idol and their fans. Uh, their, uh, so Idol's first appearance as a five-member group would actually occur in January 2022 during the Dubai World Expo 2020 uh, festival. And then they followed that up by announcing the group's first ever full album, I Never Die, which was released on March 14th, 2022. And I Never Die is the album that we're discussing here on this episode of How You Can Eat. Uh, so Yeah. All right. 
Um, so yeah, what, what's your history with Idol, guys? Okay, uh, anyway. <laughs> I'm just doing a normal thing. All right, we got eight tracks to cover this episode. And it's it's nice to get... I feel like Idol has had like a million EPs and mini albums that I'm surprised that this is their first album. Um, but I'm really happy that they're finally um, getting more recognition. Um, getting more... like. I feel like the power of the solo artists are really propelling the group. It, it always makes it makes me wonder, like, wait, why does Idol exist again? Um, oh yes, because so all these like amazing powerhouses can come together and lend their talent to a group. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of great talent that comes from this group individually. So it's really exciting to get them back together again, um, especially for this uh, release that we're going to talk about. Uh, so, let's get right to it uh, with track number one. Steven, I would love for you to talk about Tomboy, which coincidentally is also the single of the album. So, where do you want to begin with the discussion of this song? I think I will just talk about like the overall like vibe it had. I, I think, you know, just hearing... Uh, I'll might go over what happened last year and just also feeling like we hadn't heard from them a lot from, or as a, as a full group. I was feeling like with this song, they were really intending for it to make a big impact. And I think that's what they were able to do with it. Um, and it also sounds like from from covering Windy last year, I feel like it also sounds like uh, like a Soyeon composition, like a recognizable like Soyeon song. So um, I think both of those things I I think I really appreciated about this song. Um, I but I'm still I don't know. I, it's kind of not a song that I I really really like. Uh, it, it's good, but I'm not sure what parts I, I really enjoyed um it yeah it has like a, a really nice rock feeling in the chorus um and I I think Soyeon's rap is it's good on here and there's that great line um that your mom raised you as a prince uh but this is queendom right I, I think that was a great line I it it's not my favorite verse of hers on this album. Um, but uh, I think, she, yeah, it, it's, I am still like, I'm kind of like on the fence about this song and a lot of, or a few of the other songs on the album. Um, Just to interject real quick, Stephen, that line you're talking about with the queendom, every time I heard it, because I saw the lyrics, it's like, I, 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 I like, okay, I hear the prince, but every time I like not look at the lyrics, it sounds like they're saying, SM station or like SM there's, there's like some phrasing of SM like in my ear and then it's just it it's just double down with the the phrase queendom at the end and I was just like wait is this a jab against red belt no no it can't be, it can't I, don't, be. I don't know I'm pretty sure no, it's, it's a not, reference it's not, to but, when they were on the season of queendom. yeah they didn't win but mm. they had a really strong showing on that though so yeah yeah and I think that line maybe is reflective of something else that I think I'll I'll touch on later if okay. uh, none of you 
mention it. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay, yeah, Alamark. Alamark, what do you what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, Stephen touched upon how like they're trying to sort of make an impact, <laughs> like uh, a statement, and I think especially with the overall concept of this song, uh, both visually and with the audio, um, you know, that's, it felt like that was like legit their mission with this, uh, especially at the title track. Uh, like, yeah, it's, so it seems like, you know, this is continuing the trend in 2022. It's where just the year where K-pop goes rock, huh? <laughs> like it's yep. uh, like TXT, Olivia Rodrigo and Woods, I guess, created that blueprint last year. And now it's just, <laughs> it's just all throughout 2022. That's what we're getting. And um, but I felt like it's um, it was a good direction for Idol to like, that's a concept they hadn't pursued yet. So it's nice because I know Soyeon likes to dabble in different concepts and sounds every album. So it's nice that they went a different route. And this was, I think, a good route and one that fit because... Um, it's something like they really wanted to do something rebellious, fresh, uh, and just like very like strong. Um, and you know, it, a very distorted, heavy guitar is sort of, uh, a nice, like obvious and punchy way to do that. Um, uh, I do wish, like, I think I do wish this song pushed it a bit more or like just did more with it. Um. Like I'm like with the guitars and rock elements, uh, I wish it went a bit harder. Like the guitar and the chorus, I feel like it's a good riff. It just needs to be louder so it could be punchier. I think, um, you know, it's stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I, there's also things with like the rap. I also agree it's not like Soyeon's best, and I think there's a lot of English on this. Uh, lyrically on this too and so much i feel like there's a little over reliance on the english in it and especially in the verses which i feel like may have been a bit of a detriment because when things don't align with like the meter that they're trying to do like um where like the stresses are in the syllables it may feel a bit off like you know that's why like in Shakespeare, the meter matters where it's like da 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 going with the rhythm, like natural rhythm of how words sound. Um, I feel like that part was sort of missing um, in, in this one. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that, I don't know if that's what Stephen was going to touch upon, but that's sort of what I thought when it came to that. Guys, you talked about a lot of the things that I would have brought up. So thank you for that. So I don't have to talk too much about this song. Um, I will say, though, it's slowly growing on me. I I at first did not like it. It was very off-putting. I was kind of getting tired of... It sounds too retro. like Not, not even like retro in a good way. Um, it sounds too dated in, in a way. And... Uh, Olivia Rodrigo was great for me because although it did sound like it was coming like it, it was basically a copy of Paramore um, it was still in a way refreshing to hear it um, because nobody was doing that sound really there, nobody brought, was trying to bring that sound but since we've heard a ton of that type of music uh, hearing it again here uh, it seemed like, I feel like the 
the effect kind of wore off where it's just like, oh, that's awesome. That's like a song from 2000s uh, back in modern day. And so I I think it's growing on me because I love that sound. We talked about it before. I don't know if we talked about it with um, Soyeon's uh, solo album. But um, um, I mean, you could just insert any group from that era. Garbage, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Pink. Like that. The, the music from those types of uh those groups is exactly the song and um but the problem is it's not a great version of the that type of music it's it's only okay and um i i think it's growing on me because it might start sound like i've said it before i just love songs that sound different and so i really feel like um, I'm sure you guys have done this too, but uh, I took a look at who was behind a lot of the songs from this album, and it really feels like um, Soyeon was bringing the energy from. Uh, oh my god, what what's the name of her solo album? Windy. Windy. Um, Windy. Thank you. Cheeseburger. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Cheeseburgers. Um, it really feels like she was bringing the energy from that album to this release because it's such a strange. Um, I I not too familiar with every single idol song, but I I know enough of the popular ones to know that I'm not used to this sound coming from idol, and so it's it's great to hear a shift like this from them. Um, to to know that they could still perform um, a, a track like this, and I I think I'll, I'll probably come back and start enjoying this more, but. Two days in, it's it's not grabbing grabbing me as much as some of the other songs on this album. But um, but yeah, it it feels edgy. I guess it it's just weird. It's different. It's coming from I burn to this. It's just like oh, so different. Just mm-hmm. such a tonal shift, and I'm just I think I like it, but also I feel like I don't want these people to to be so hurt and jaded and I want them to be happy and Oof. it just seems like like something like I don't know if it's the the it's their rebellion it's like their uh Taylor Swift um uh oh my god what's what's her album where she got all edgy and oh. uh whatever that album was I like I, I don't want it to feel like that but um a part of me is starting to get that sense and I, I hope I don't know. This is not it's not my idol, but I, I like it nonetheless, I guess. Um yeah. that may yeah. that may be purposeful uh, though. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That that they are definitely shocking and awing. Especially with that music video, which we'll talk about later. But um yeah, they just seem so like they they they're hitting their twenties, they're angsty. I guess teenage, older. I don't know. Just so so much uh, attitude. Well, she was twenty. It's really coming so across. They're all music. like well in their twenties now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, okay, I don't have anything musically wise. It's um, I like that part when Soyeon's rap, where it kind of like, I don't know if it goes into halftime, but like, it has this weird like, I don't know if it's it's not a violin, but it just sounds like a weird like mo- moan or something like that i don't know it um that's that's only thing i can remember oh. right now but yeah 
Uh, I don't know. It, it's almost, it sounds like it's the guitar, but something is uh, some kind of effect on it. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. kind of pick it up, but it just adds on to the creepiness yeah. that is the, what would essentially be the whole album. So, um, but yeah, I'm sure you guys have looked it up. Um, Soyon's just all over this track and all over a lot of tracks in this album. And so um, I'm not sure how it's how it was for Iburn. I forget. Um, but yeah, you can definitely tell that this is a Soyon song like you were saying, Stephen. Um, yeah. Uh, do you guys... I mean, I want to talk about the other songs, yeah. but do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. Well, we um, didn't mention for, uh, the, for oh, the, song? the chorus and how it comes in just like when everything drops. And then as I'm a bleep tomboy, it's like, I don't know if this is the, is this the like the K-pop song? At least like title tracks. The last one I've heard with a censorship bleep in it since like G-Dragons, that XX. <laughs> That may be the last oh. time I remember hearing one, but which came out ten years ago. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought that was R.I.P. New, New East. <laughs> yeah, no. um, sorry, but yeah, I just thought like you know, I think their goal was to really create and push out something that was really bold as their title track. Um, I think that's where it succeeded. As overall as a song, I think I'm. I mean, I'm in the same boat as both of y'all. I don't know if I necessarily like it so much. Um, I don't know if I'd call it bad, but it's like not. Um, I don't know. I think they've ele- like we've heard them do a lot more elevated work, so I think that's how I'd, I'd describe that. I, I feel like the song would be. Oh, I, I was gonna say. I feel like there is a there is an audience for this song, an audi a K-pop audience who would absolutely love this, but. Um, I'm not there. I'm not part of that group. So, okay. um, yeah, I, w- I was just gonna say I just found out before we recorded that the, in the CD version, yes. which I just found the uh, YouTube yes. <laughs> or I found it on YouTube, it is uncensored, yes. um, and I, I it sound it's like it adds a whole new like dimension it, to the song to me. Yeah. Um, I agree with that part. Yeah, I, I do like it without the the censorship. Believe it. Yeah, yeah. In the in the chorus, like they. Yeah, um, I I thought the, the recording was just gonna be like you can because you can hear like a little f sound like in mm-hmm. in the version that we listened yeah. to. But then I don't know if that they were actually had said it. But then you hear the the CD version and. It is kind of satisfying to hear it. Yeah. Mm. I think Soyeon also says uh, the word sex in her second verse yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that part Whoa. is censored in the, um, in the, I guess, single version. Oh my God. So much taboo going on. Yeah. And that is actually uh, kind of related to what I, I was going to say. Like, it, I feel like maybe the song will take on an extra bit of significance uh considering the current like political yes. climate um especially since the the president who was just elected uh ran like oh, as like uh ex- explicitly as an anti-feminist so mm-hmm. i i think for for this song to come mm. out like i'm sure they they had already 
written it, but I feel like it's even making a, a stronger statement with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think that's where I like appreciate and think the sh- song really shines. It's really more with the concept than it is like sonically and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think um, like, especially uh, cent- centering around like the term like tomboy and sort of making like, and the bridge into outro, it's like neither man nor woman. It's like, you know, yeah. very much like pushing not only like androgyny, but just like, I guess, like, I think I think I saw like a tweet or a comment saying about like, this is a non-binary anthem. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's, uh, so that like that part's fun. I think like that's where I, I think I appreciate this song as the title track. Um, mm-hmm. Because like, there are other songs on this album that could work as singles, but I think none have like th- this song is definitely more of a statement piece, which I think was their goal. Mm. All right. Um, Alan Mark, you were talking about the concept of this song being more of a stronger or being more of the main intent, I guess, with uh, this track and I don't think that can be exemplified more so than the music video itself um, and so I would love to shift over to talk about the music video to kind of talk about some of the imagery we saw and how it relates to not only the song but just the whole intent as a whole so um, I'll leave it open to you guys I'll have the I'll have the YouTube video playing off to our right for our uh, visual uh, people um, but from the get-go it, it already has so much attitude with the red car the the view of us being I guess bound in the back seat of their uh, in the trunk or sorry in the trunk um, and then we get I think we start off with a lot of gun imagery in our face um, and it's just yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of attitude in this music video. Uh, what what stood out in this video for you guys? Like, what were some moments? I guess that you're gonna just remember for the rest of your life. Um, yeah, I think the the one of the big things was like their attitude and just all of their expressions throughout. Um, I I think uh, I mean my favorite part was really just that very brief stop motion uh segment with the like the Kendall and then them yeah uh, doll ver- dolls versions of them with like accurate hair too <laughs> I thought that was great uh, I wanted a little bit more of that that would have been nice to see uh and that that section reminded me of uh the Wonder Girls why so lonely video mm-hmm. where yep. someone also <laughs> okay. the the larger okay. doll version uh faces a similar fate um and yeah, I, th- I guess that was what they were watching at that theater where they were. Um, it would be, yeah, I would have loved to see a little more of that. Um, yeah, uh, some some points that stood out to me were I loved the choreo for the chorus. Um, it it almost felt intentionally late '90s, early 2000s. Not only that, but with their like flared out. Uh, their uh their black flared pants um and just the choreo itself just the fact that they were like throwing up devil horns and then just doing like a 
a shimmy, if you will. Uh, it just felt very. It felt it felt very familiar to me, and it was just it added on to the whole um, nostalgia to the to the video and everything. But um, sorry, I'm getting to the part with the the Barbie dolls now, and the the little miniature assault rifle. <laughs> Someone had the yeah. I'll say the <laughs> there's a little bit too much like gun imagery in a lot of K-pop. It's like I don't it's like a lot. It. <laughs> it's too much. I don't know. I don't understand the fascination. It's like, I mean, I guess you. It's it's easier to use when you need to ex- to express attitude, but it's just like it's a lot. It doesn't. It. I mean, right? Especially in, like nowadays, it just feels um, not tone deaf. Uh, just. I mean, that's why the the guns are. Hot red pink, so it's not. Yeah, but still, it's just yeah. like and that. May be a, it, a, yeah, a lot of the promo. Yeah, that may be a discussion for another time, because time is not <laughs> much of what we have right now. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, how, how you can gun. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's an edgy music video, really stylistic, wonderful outfits. Um. Just so weird to see them. I'm just thinking of um. This is Burn, I guess. Oh, was that the music video that they did for the one that we covered? No, no, no. no it was Hua. It was Hua. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that coming from that, I like that's been my image of Idol for a whole year, and so it's just very like, oh, okay, we're going like femme fatale, badass chick, um, uh, assassin, whatever um, motif. So. Okay, we'll see. Well, we'll we'll talk more about that, I guess, as the as the weeks come on. Um, but yes, that's the title track, Tomboy. So let's move on to track number two, um, entitled "Never Stop Me." And Alan Mark, why don't you take it away and uh, let us know your thoughts on this one? Yeah. So uh, when I saw the teasers for Tomboy, I was like, okay, cool, rock. You know, they're going rock with this concept, which was really cool. Uh, but then when I got to Never Stop Me, I was like, okay, this is the pop punk anthem that I actually wanted. Uh, that's more of the sound that I enjoy a bit more. Um, and yeah, and I like that they still continued on with like sonically that they wanted to stick with like the rock sound um, instead of just having it like as the lead single and then the B-sides be a bunch of stuff that we've like sort of heard a lot of already. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I really, I, I think this song's great. Uh, melodically, has some really cool elements. Um, particularly, my favorite couple of moments are uh, when Minnie starts off with that slide. The it's like that's a cool way to start it off. Though I do think it kind of set the tone the for the song to be darker than it actually ended up being. Um, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, because the rest of the song ends up being great too. Like the pre-chorus is my favorite part, with um, when mm-hmm. Yuki Amen. and Shua do, do the "You stole my heart." Da, 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 da. Like that is a great melody. Like switching back and forth from high to low on like that is, I think, generally a good choice. So um, yeah, really, really enjoyed that. And then. Ending the chorus with the la 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 uh, part, especially with uh, that quick phrase. I think the last time they said like 
I'm so emotional part. Like that felt very like early My Chemical Romance, which was really cool too. So um, yeah, I, I enjoy this a lot. I, I, I don't think it's my favorite track, but I, it was a fun one to have as a follow-up to the more like serious, like I'm going to have my Stone Cold Killer face on on Tomboy. So <laughs> Yeah. So this this song for me is exactly everything you said, Alan Mark. Yeah. Like this is this is what I was expecting more of the, the the type of sound where it sounds familiar but still um is taken into the modern day, which is the very much the Olivia Rodrigo um her first uh album, the the same exact formula that they were trying to do with a lot of the songs there. And this song sounds um this sounds great. Um, this is uh, what else? What else can I say more? Um, this made me want to um, do some little head banging, head bobbing. I guess uh, it just really just felt fun to listen to. It was just a good time. Um, and yeah, like like you said, Alan Mark, the I'm too emotional. That the not. I don't want to be mean. Did Soyeon say that that line? I'm, I'm pretty assuming sure she, she did. I think so. Yeah. Um, um, the fact that the the L is pr- being pronounced with the R is just it makes it more memorable or iconic to me. I I don't know. There's just something because um, I because her English is very very good. But then it's just it, I don't know if this was like intentional to really put a lot of emphasis on the L sounding like an R, but the the whole I'm so emotional part, I was just like, oh, I love that line. I don't know why. I just love it. It's just so fun to hear every sing- single time. Um, Yeah, what else? Mion's voice was so good in the chorus, I thought. Um, what else? I don't know. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have. Yeah. <laughs> I not a ton to add. Um, I love that Minnie did start and close the song. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think she sounded great on both parts. Um, she also had a part in, I think she did the second pre-chorus, which means that uh, my two favorite singers got the, in, in the group uh, got that pre-chorus part, which is also my favorite part of the song. And I think like, I just love Yuki's voice on that. It, it's so good. Uh, and I feel like I haven't appreciated her vocals as much. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then um, I think she, she has some great lines in the bridge. Um, yeah. I, I think also I, I like I like Soyeon again in verse two. I feel like that's just kind of her reserved spot for all of the mm-hmm. songs here. Like, Verse two, this is where Soyeon uh, has her verse. and then, But she really wants them to stand out in just every sense because it has its, a different uh, like beat under, under it. And just she has like, I, I've talked about this, but she just has like the best flow. Um, but yeah, this is, it's another good verse from her. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I have, I have really anything else to say. Awesome. Okay, let's move on, guys. We've got a lot of tracks to cover. Um, and we're going to move on with two track number three entitled Villain Dies. And 
It's early, guys. It's very early. But I think this is my favorite wow. song. Wow. Well, you did like Psycho off of Wendy. And I did note that this song did remind yeah. me of that. Ah. Yes. And I like it. Uh, okay. I I love it because it takes me into like three different m- moods, I guess. It starts off very... It's a very nefarious and like sinister sounding it's, song, as as it should be, because it's called Villain. And uh, Mark, thank you for reminding me about Psycho, because um, I feel like a lot of the title plays into the tone of the the song. And this it does feel like a villain's anthem. Like just, it is. It is so good. And. Um, what what can I say? Uh, Mion's and and Yuki's pre-chorus part was so great. Um, uh, wait, let me rem- remind myself how this goes. The um the na, 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 na. like the way that it just jumped around, like the just the the vocal talent to hit. All this to spring back and forth between those notes. It was just so great. And then and then it hits you with that nasty, nasty, <laughs> like like um, I guess anti-drop, I guess, where it just goes into what I am calling the Jason Derulo um saxophone portion, the the whole the whole do 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 like uh portion um and yeah it's just it's so good and oh can i i i haven't i haven't chosen biases yet for idol but i think it's mini because her voice is so good especially in the outro it's just it's just wonderful uh yeah there's just so much this one just feels like they ha- I feel like they just had so much fun making this track and it, it really comes across and it just it it takes me places. Okay. Steven, what did you think? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I enjoyed this song a lot. And I feel like this was closer to or it was like the sound that I would like think of when I think of Idol. Like it has some darkness to it. Um and, and it's something that they do really well. Um so yeah, I, I it's kind of like glad that they they had this. Um, yeah, a, a lot of what you said I, I liked. Um, but I, I do want to add that, I, again, I love Yuki's part in the chorus. She just sounds so good. Her voice fits it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in, in the verses, we get some like, like some layered vocals for, for Shua's part. And I think she sound, sounds great there. Uh, the pre-chorus is so pretty right before that that uh mm-hmm. the, the anti-drop that you're talking about it has like the strings the piano and the like the really choral harmonies it that set you up for something but then it it does change in in the chorus um yeah uh i when you when you talked about whatever that saxophone or horn thing was i was like are is alan mark going to like this <laughs> that like that was my thought like <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like I don't know. I personally I I didn't like 
I didn't care too much for it. I didn't. It wasn't terrible, but that was like, oh, what's he gonna say about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm happy he's going last. <laughs> about just that saxophone part. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh man. <laughs> I, it's very I, ordinary. I guess I'll go. Part. I guess I'll go then. Um, yeah, I mean, y'all talked about most of the stuff for that saxophone part. Uh, I like it <laughs> in how it helps set the tone for this song's concept, which is the villain concept. Uh, sonically, it's fine. I think it's 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 more like con- conceptually it, it works really well than yeah. than actual like tone by itself. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, because the 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 sax you were talking about uh, for Tempest felt out of place, right? Or no, was it Tempest or was it Run to you? or Stacey? Run to you? It was Run to you. I think so. Run to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. It felt. It felt out of place. Yeah. But this one feels no, this one, I like think, it. Yeah. It, it's more, yeah. it tells it tells the story really well. Um, specifically, like. It, it gives me the. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, I was just saying, yeah, like. This is your sax time. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, my really only other note is like, yeah. Um, like, it helps feel, make the song feel like a car, like a spooky carnival or like a midnight circus or a menacing clown show of Piero's. I thought that was really uh, like cool because yeah. like it's music that uh, the moment I heard that like sax sound that and to make the villainous sound, it brought me to two sets of villains that I'm very familiar with: Kefka from Final Fantasy VI, and then also the duo of Zorn and Thorn from Final Fantasy IX. It's like that's the like, <laughs> when those characters come on the screen as you're playing those old games, like that's. Like it's the song that plays in my head now. Like if I imagine that, so. But not the uh, villains in FF8, right? Uh, Ultimisia. I don't know. I never finished that game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shout out to you, Mark. Um, okay, let's move on, guys. We have a lot more songs. I'm gonna keep saying that until we're <laughs> done talking about these songs. Uh, okay, track number four is entitled Already, and we are already at a halfway point. So, Stephen, we're back to you. Uh, this track... This track... Okay, I'll say my my notes, but Stephen, what did you think about this track? The song... I think... I think this one is my favorite on, on the album. Oh! Yeah, and it... And Chuck, you are saying... You're like mini is probably your bias, and going into this mini was my bias. Or she, I guess she's still my bias because I think she, I, I love her voice. Uh, but like my, and I'm glad that she, this my favorite was also one of her songs that she uh, like worked on. Uh, but I feel like my whenever I approach an idol song, I'm always just only thinking like, what are Minnie and Soyeon gonna do? But at this point, like. My my focus like completely shifted, and I'm just like, what is Yuki gonna sound like on this? Yeah, um, and it's as thorough a uh, a wrecking performance as any single member of a group has ever had on me. <laughs> so it, it's um, <laughs> it's like if you're if there was like a uh, uh, sports like commentary that you would you would say she had like a great solo. Like I don't know, she's a, it's a team sport, but. Uh, she she just right, was right. a person of the match. She just dominated. She, yeah, she took and, over, and she she did that in all of three lines, like which 
mm. where the, the same line. Uh, she, it she has the those already already lines and just sounds absolutely angelic on each one of them. Um, I, I yeah, I, I that that was just my favorite part. I, I kept rewinding. Wait, that was Yuki who's saying that? She she sang it three times. Yeah, she, <laughs> like, it wasn't okay. always her, but um, okay, okay. Yeah, I think like Minnie had some. I think too, but the way uh, Yuki sounded, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely yeah. uh, like it, it. If if they never die, I or right, it killed me. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> um, but uh, I, you I mean uh, yeah. what you're trying to say is you're already dead? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, th- those those lines make for like a, a great chorus on this. Um, I guess other things I really liked uh, from the beginning. You hear multiple instruments doing like arpeggios, not just playing just uh, the chords. I love those parts. Um, I love those parts. Which is it's cool. Uh, so a lot of different percussion, like. Claps and some snaps and uh, different like kind of drums and like traps. hand no. drums or toms um, and then there's like a t- sound effect that sounds like a door closing uh, that that was good. Um, what else? Oh yeah, and then the instrumental oh, break. Yeah. Uh, I, that it reminded me a bit of Chang'e's bicycle. Uh, I think they both maybe had like kind of a drumline kind of feel, or they added those those uh, snares. Yeah, you're um, right. You're right. Yeah, I, I really love this. Um, and then the outro too. Sorry, I've been talking a lot. But uh, the outro had... Uh, they added in that acoustic or maybe they removed stuff so you could hear the acoustic more. And you could hear like... I, I think the chord progression just normally has that seventh chord playing, but it sounds more uh, pronounced when I, it's just in the acoustic guitar in the end. And I, I really like that. So yeah, uh, great song. Uh, well... Shouts out Mini, who also got credits for arranging too. You don't mm. always see that. Yeah. She uh wait, no, she did arranging. She, she did, did uh, I think she oh, did yeah, lyrics. Yeah, oh. uh, she did and that that's like a great um theme with this album. It's just like yeah. it really feels like a lot of like Yuki, Mini, and Soyon really had their hands in a lot of it. So if there's one thing um, that Cube can do right, it's letting <laughs> members write music. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> the one thing. Shots fired with the uh, with candy red uh, pistols. Um, Alan Mark, are you? Is this also going to be your favorite, or are you? Um, Already thinking about another song. It's a contender for As sure. A, it, it's a contender. Okay. Um, but I don't think I'll call it my favorite, though I think it has my favorite instrumental on this uh, album. Mm. But yeah, I don't think it's my favorite one. Um, Steven talked a lot about the stuff that I loved about this song too, so I won't uh, to go too long. Like you mentioned the already, already part that uh, Yuki sang a lot. I love that, just the melodic line of that. The, Already, already, already over. Like it's a beautiful descending line. Uh, very like with those legato notes. It's uh, the song is just very beautiful. I also love a good ulgo bulgo line. Like I just love how those syllables work together, um, both like rhythmically, uh, percussively. Um, mostly because it's like 
from Sistars Alone. That's like the line that always sticks out to me. And like I've always whenever I hear it in a song, I, I um latch onto it. Um and just yeah, the song ending with Minnie and then well everything drops out and then it's just Minnie's voice at the end. I think that's just gorgeous. So I don't have anything more because you guys have said it so beautifully, especially you, Stephen. Um, the only thing I will add is that um, I I just love the emotion coming out of uh, the to highlight both Minnie and Soyeon's parts. Um, I love just the sad tones in her voice uh, in the song. It just I really felt like she was singing this from her heart and it, it was great and um so, and then same with Soyan because I'm used to her having so much attitude but this one um although it had angst her rap um had a little side of sadness to it and it it, it was just nice to kind of hear that kind of shift for me um as opposed to like the in your face rap that I'm used to from her but yeah um I, I love this song too um I, I didn't put a star on it, but I, I love it. I thought this was a great song. All right. Um, I'm really excited to hear that Polaroid is your favorite if we're going in order. Um, mm-hmm. so st- I like Villain, <laughs> Stephen likes Already, and then the next track is Polaroid, of course. And that's the what we're going to talk about after we come back from break. Um, so we've talked a lot about Idol, so we're going to sit idly by. We're hoping you can do the same thing. Take a little break, um, catch your breath, and uh, when we come back, we'll play a game brought to you by Alan Mark, and we'll talk about the final four songs of I Never Die. So we'll so stick around. We'll see you on the B-side. Welcome back to the B-Side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game is brought to you by Alan Mark. So I'm going to throw it to him. And he's going to let us know what we're going to play. What are we going to yes. play? So we are playing a game. Uh, you know me. I think by now I don't even have to explain it. This is another quick sip. Like Burr. Uh, how you can eat games and never die. <laughs> so uh, I'll play you eight clips uh each from different songs each song uh that i play will have a common motif with each other it is up to you to guess uh which group or artist pretty much performed that song oh no i'm giving you the list so don't worry it'll oh yay i think when you have the list of artists it may become easier um but i'll give you this practice um you'll say who it is but it's gonna be pretty obvious (laughs) um i also put the lyrics for your reference and then just so you Thank can hear it. So. All right. 
this all right who who performed that and mix and mix uh, <laughs> zero zero dot zero oh dot zero right. so that was <laughs> yeah that was, that was that was idol of course with tomboy uh the clip where Minnie sings and they reference the drink coke coca-cola and that is the common thread that ties everything together today. Oh, okay. Oh, I already boy. know the end mix one. Look Whoops, you. that hold on. All right, there you go. All right. Uh, so was you. the was the volume good? Or? That volume was yeah, great. That was good. All right, let me bring this down. <laughs> All right. So oh, yeah, shit. just go in order. I have eight total. You can see to the right there, there is a list of artists that you'll have to choose from. So there's Uzi, N Mix, BTS. Hyolin, NCT127, Yuna, Golden Child, and Lee Chen Sol. So I'm yeah. only going to get one. All right. Um, so I'll play these clips. They're pretty quick, so uh, I could play them multiple times. But okay. y'all ready? Let's do it. Yes. All right. Uh, here comes Tempest. No, I'm kidding. It's not Tempest. <laughs> um, all right so song number or clip number one. Oh my god and the lyrics are right there for your reference great good one okay all right let me know if you want another play if no we're good we, we got that one we got i think one. i'm good yeah we got that one right. sorry oh hold on oh my god this is this we is, got that. Nope. We got that one right. too. This is uh um. Right, let me read. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> All right, that was song number two. I thought I was only gonna get one, but I got two. The rest is up in the air. All right, song number three. Okay. Would you like to hear that again? Or? Mm. I think I'm okay. Uh, all right. I think I'm okay. All right. Let's move on to song number four. Okay. Okay. All right. We. Make sure that, yep, things are playing. There you go. All right. All right, next one. Next one, song number five. feels good with the cool beach and coca-cola my heart gets hot oh boy <laughs> okay all right song number six okay okay the better right. be what i think it is <laughs> <laughs> song number uh <laughs> That one was obviously Lucy. Uh, song number seven. 
Okay. <sighs> oh boy. And then song number eight. You want a curl? <laughs> Maybe some fun. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, are there any that you'd like to review? Uh, if you want to just go through all yeah, of them. If you just, yeah, I can just... go through all of them. Oh, God. Okay. As long as it doesn't replay it. Or you could probably right. skip the first two, actually. Can you just do? Uh, yeah, just um, I want to make sure. I, I, song two. That's a good song. All right, song number three. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Song number four. Okay. Song five. Okay. Song six. Whoa, where'd it go? Don't fade away. All right, song seven. And song eight, your favorite. You want to come? Maybe some fries. Oh. oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So just send me your your answers uh, once you're ready. All right. I've tabulated it all. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. And let's let's go through it one by one. <clears throat> all right. So song number one uh, you'll find out if you won or not by the end of this so um song number one of course we already covered that in a january potluck that one is muzi's ruby song number two that is Oh, oh, by NMix, that debut that occurred. Okay. I got everyone <laughs> talking. Song number three. <laughs> Lyrics translate to look closely, look at your pathetic self. We shoot up just like Coca-Cola. And that is from the song Mic Drop by BTS. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Oh no, okay. That reaction says a lot. Song number four. <laughs> we fit together so well, like Coca Cola. This is what Hyolin said in her song, CC. I do it. I knew it. <laughs> 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh. Go ahead. That song four. Hold on. It's going to play all that stuff again. All right. Song five. Ooh, let's do it. It feels good. It feels good with the Cool Beach and Coca Cola. My heart gets hot. That is from the song titled Taste This Feeling, which I'm pretty sure was for Coke at itself by the group NCT127. Oh, yeah, that was actually Mark singing that. That line. was Mark. That oh. was Mark Lee. Uh, I almost chose because they said the same line. I think it was Hey Chan singing. I was like, Hey Chan's voice yeah. is too distinct. <laughs> All right, song number six. And that is uh, the song Strawberry Days by the singer-songwriter Yuna. <laughs> song number seven. I think Chuck figured something out. <laughs> song number seven. <laughs> my heart, my rising emotions are about to explode like shake cola. Burr. Yes, yes, it's you. Yes, yes, it is you, Golden Child, with your song, Pump It Up. <laughs> All right. And then lastly... <laughs> oh, where'd my mouse go? All right. Song number eight. This one, very simple. I don't need to translate you this one. You cook. Maybe some fries. You want a Coke? Maybe some fries? Lee Chensol and this cover of the Ben Fold song, Still Fighting It, used oh, in the Itaewon class OST. So, with that being said, Chuck, you got six. You switched Hyolin and Yuna. Steven, you got five because you searched <laughs> BTS, NCT, and yeah. Lee Chancel. So, Chuck, you won. Oh, God. Quick sip. Okay, yeah, so um, when I, I, so I got the BTS, I got mic drop, and then when I saw that, I was like, no. No, <laughs> no, you didn't. So then I thought Steven, Steven would have been like, oh, ah, caught on. Yeah, okay. I'm going to do sequential. So then I was like, no, no, no. He's not going to do that. He's going to switch something up. The female singer, he's going to switch those up. So that's why I switched them. But I, if you could see my pen, it's I wrote it as an order. And now I regret seeing that <laughs> <Yeah>. gut decision. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, looking so... at the order. and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I was like, uh, you're not going to check me this time. You did. The order I have the artist listed on this page, it is it the order like... that I had all the songs. <laughs> yes. like, He's not gonna the answers are staring yes. right at them. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> I don't remember the last time you did that, but Man. I came out on top. I mean, congratulations uh, to all of us for playing a great game. But oh, <sighs> I tell you, quick sips, those are the only ones I yeah. win. So I was like convinced the last one was 
V. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. from I really, there. when I saw you answered BTS there, I was like, oh, that does sound like V. I was like, uh, did, did they do a song for their meal or something? And <laughs> it's like overly, oh man. Yeah, no, that was for ET1 class. It's part of their OS. Oh, ET1, nice. Let's, uh, that was a great game, Alan Mark. So let's, uh, let's, uh, cap it off with, um, the rest of these songs for this album. Um, and we're actually going to start with you, uh, talking about track number five entitled Polaroid. So, uh, why don't you, uh, let us know what you thought about that? Yeah. So, uh, Polaroid, it was funny. Like, I feel like I mentioned this with other albums, this, uh, the this year so far already a lot how like we're getting like these really random like 2000s pop r&b ballad sing like songs <laughs> like this one particularly brought me back to um like fergie's big girls don't cry like that's the same song like that i felt <laughs> fits the mm-hmm. same realm so yeah big girls don't cry um which is like yeah i think which is like it's a nice pretty like ballad uh, but otherwise, like sound wise, because of that, it kind of sounds cliche to me. And like, yeah, I actually don't have a lot of notes on this one. It doesn't stand out uh, or like elevate itself past like up to the level of the other songs on this album that I like a lot. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of just there. I don't think I'd call it a filler song because it's nice having like this ballad here. But uh, yeah, it's just it just doesn't stick out to me. Um, I'm yeah. curious to know what your favorite song is now. I, I am. Too. I don't know. I, we're running out of great songs, uh, and so, um, what could it be? You got to save it for my bag. I know you are. Okay. Um, I thought this was um, as now that you're pointing out as cliche as it may sound. I did think this was a really pleasant ballad. This was a Yuki joint, um, and I just thought they were just great lovely vocals all around again it feel like it jumped all over the place and so uh that's what i really appreciate about the ballads is you really get a chance to just have the vocals shine and the thing that really shone for me was just the colors of the vocals i think the true beauty of idol is how you how you can really pinpoint who's singing because they have such unique tones to their voice that it's just so lovely to hear it when it all comes together into like um, great harmonious um, uh, package. And so so I think outside of the very recognizable sounds, um, I was really honing in on that portion. It's just, I, I love a good R&B B-side from Idol. So this is, yeah, this is, this is, yeah, this is a great one for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I Stay. okay. I guess I'll go. Uh, I, I agree with that point, uh, Chuck. Uh, and I think they really deliver like the sentimental emotion on this one. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I really also agree with Alamark about just. I, I kind of find this song a bit like ordinary, and the song that it took me to. Um, was because of this one line in the chorus, the melody took me straight away to Five for Fighting's 
uh, oh. Superman <laughs> with the line yeah, that's okay. da, 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 da. That, that, oh, yeah. that took me immediately to that song. Yeah. Oh, I'm not no, sure no, which one what? I would rather. Yeah, you know what? That's a good song. I'm gonna say that's a good song. I'll say okay. <laughs> it's okay, Polaroid is now good now because it sounds like Viper Bang Superman. That wasn't not good before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, it was just so popular. You like heard it every time you turn yeah. on the radio in the in the car. Um, man, uh, yeah, I, yeah, the song Polaroid is like, it's okay. Uh, I really like the guitar it started with, but then I'm not sure I really like the mix once the they brought in the acoustic guitar. I think that really makes it kind of cheesy sounding. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I, I think. I kind of also have some similar feelings about the next song, but I, I'm not sure yet which one I like uh, a lot more. But yeah, Polaroid, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, does anybody else have anything else to say? No. About this no, song? No, no, no. Okay. All right, let's move on to track number six then. Uh, entitled Escape. Oh, I'm worried. This is... I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm I also do, okay, I also do not have that many notes about this song but the only note i have is that i was getting mad taylor swift vibes from this song and it just sounded um like a song that would belong in folklore or something like that it's just so um uh not folky but it's like felt really down to earth and just really just i don't know but it felt very um just emotional, but in like the, you know, uh, singer-songwriter sense. Uh, and yeah, I I think I liked Polaroid more than this song. Um, again, uh, I'm not too much of a Swifty. Uh, so that may change for other people. But uh, I did like the chorus. And that's it. I wrote that it was a mini track. And... Um, I liked already better as a mini track, but anyway, that's my those are my only notes. Um, Stephen, we're back to you now. So okay, what did, um, you, what did you? Uh, yeah, not not a ton either. And I guess I think what I was feeling about this one and Polaroid, and I think that they are. It's a weird thing to say, but because I love just a very simple pop song, but. I feel like these are almost too approachable and like that's not what I listen to Idol for. <laughs> and I, I, I guess mm. like not a, the, the song even, even has like a characteristically strong Soyeon verse, but it, it just also comes across as a bit just ordinary also <laughs> to me, like not especially interesting and I, I think I do. I think I like this one more than Polaroid. Um, it, yeah, it's just, I don't know. This, it's hard to find something really that I, I found special about it. 
And great. I'm worried then, that this is Alan Mark's favorite. Great, album. I will take them all the time because this is my favorite song of the album. Oh no! This what is happened happening? With, this happened with Iburn when I said that Dahlia was my favorite song of that album. What? Y'all were all like up on Lost and all the other, and the other songs of the album, but this one is what my is favorite happening? on the album. So let me oh, explain this is a, why. This is a curveball. This is a curveball for me. Okay. I'm happy I went. Lost. All right, please do. Because please I, do. I, yeah, I please like do. that I got y'all's opinions because, like, I mean. I think ultimately it is very like it's pretty simple. Like I mentioned with already, I like that more as an instrumental. I think this one is more on the feel and the vibe and the setting of it all. Um, like yeah, it's like it's pretty. It's it's a simple pop song, but I think um, especially with many songs, particularly, I think they come. This is where they come off the most earnest on this album. And I think that's the part that I appreciate the most. Like the the vocal performance is pretty subdued. It's not like a lot of they don't do a lot of impressive work uh, melodically, but it. Um, but I think with just how they perform the lines, it like I don't know. It feels very earnest and it's very mm. wistful. And I think I just really love like wistful sounding songs. Uh, like I've referenced in the past, like. Uh, JJ products tomorrow today. If anything oh, yeah. fits that sort of realm, I will love it automatically. Um, and and this one, I think sonically, it gave me um, the vibes of like K rock bands that I that that I really like and feel like they could have written this song as well. Like um, I put Day Six at first. I think it feels more like The Rose or One We. Um, and I think you know, I think that going that route, I thought. May like help me really enjoy this song. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not technical. I don't like it for technical reasons. I love it for how it makes me feel and how it sounds in my ears. Um, yeah, and I also think like this, like Soyeon's verse on this is probably her best best verse on this album overall, uh, both her delivery and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm also just like generally drawn to many songs like when. Uh, like I looked up who wrote the songs first, and then the moment like the song hit, I was like, "Of course they wrote this song." So, yeah. and and someone well, named Breadbeat too. I, I oh yeah, that's I, right, Breadbeat. <laughs> yeah, I was very excited <laughs> to see that. I'm floored right now. I yeah, I was I'm not know. expecting a skate. Why is it always not. with the idol albums that this happens? <laughs> I don't know. I know. We, need, we need to backtrack, go through all the past albums and figure, try to <laughs> figure that out. Yeah, figure, yeah. Try, try, figure out the through line. If it's line. consistent. Like, what is an Alamark? Well, now that you like bring it to light, it does sound like an Alamark song. Now that I'm hearing yeah, it. So hearing it again with new information, I guess. Dahlia was one um, of my top five listen to songs of 2021. So it's like… Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, that's part of because it came out in January helped. But, you know. Well, yeah. Breadbeat also March. was on Dolly. <laughs> so. oh, Shout out Breadbeat. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, okay. Breadbeat, well. Mini, and so on. That's, that, that's the combo. That's the, that's the winning combo for that's, me. Man. I, I love bread. <clears throat> Shout out Jim. That's true. Shout out Bread Jim makes you fat. Okay. I, I think it just only go downhill from here. Like that was so exciting. To, <laughs> oh man! To see that, y'all are bracing for it, and y'all like I, I feel know, like you I knew like, it in your heart of hearts. Yeah, it's like, it's just, <laughs> it's like oh, I feel bad. This is Alan Mark's favorite song, isn't it? 
So glad you went last. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, Okie dokie. Um, let's see. What if I said I was a liar right now and this was my actual favorite track? I'm not. I'm not a liar. I'm going <laughs> to call you, you would a pull that. You would liar. pull that out of your bag. Okay. Um, I went for that song. I did that song. I did Escape. So now it's Steven. <laughs> I don't I feel like we get to hear right. from you a lot. Oh, Steven. okay. You, you get to start uh, us off with Liar. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I think… Which is track number yeah, seven. Yeah, so. for Liar… I would say of like the three more hard rock songs, I think this one's my favorite of those. I, well, mm. I, the ones I think are those three together, like Never Stop Me, Tomboy, and Liar. Um, yeah, and also Yuki wrote this one, which is cool. Um, not a ton for me to say about this, <laughs> uh, but I, I really like just in in that first verse, it's just like, the drums plus the bass, and then uh, Mini and Shuas—they uh, sound, they both sound great here. And then in the bridge, uh, I really love that we got to hear like a bit of Mion's like lower register. And we we'd heard a lot of Yuki singing, but uh, I think this was the first time I mentioned Mion today. <laughs> so, mm. uh, but yeah, I, I I thought she was great there, and um, would love to just maybe look for that more because I, I feel like I, I'm not paying enough attention to other people. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I I didn't say that I like Yuki and the Bridge, but I obviously did enjoy her uh, vocals there as well. But yeah, that's about it. Alamark? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of happy we went back to the heavier rock sound here. Um, <laughs> it ties the album together really well um kind of wish they ended on this one but you know uh, but um yeah like <laughs> i also the, like the moment i heard this i was like this is a yuki song it feels like a yuki song i think melodically um that bridge particularly that you mentioned i love that and like keeping it in her like low register with her really cool voices uh really really great choice there um i love like small elements here and there come in like when uh, the instrumental pauses, when they say we speed dun, 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 in the chorus part, I thought that was a really cool uh, element. Um, I think that the, I might have liked this out of the rock songs the most if the last chorus was elevated a bit more. Um, mm-hmm. I think the like arrangement wise, it's sort of the same as the other choruses. And I do love like a build up in the last chorus where. Um, it builds, especially because the riff has like a lot of gaps in it. There's like a little empty portions in between. Um, if they filled that up with like uh, with like killer guitar solos, like shredding in the background, mm-hmm. I felt like that would have elevated the song to the stratosphere and been like so so great. Oh my god, rolling chords. Yeah. Oh my god. I was also oh, thinking yeah. about that. Yeah. And some Hyunjung and uh, Irei. Uh, oh mm-hmm. my god collab i need more i need them to collab with that should be i that's i don't think that's ever been done before a super band where it's like you have five members doing the instruments and then five others doing Doing the vocals vocals. (laughs) oh man we gotta see that 2022 is still (laughs) we need to see yeah bring that yeah yeah. because they did perform with the soloist alexa but that's only one other person Uh, seeing them with a group would be great um but yeah yeah okay uh but yeah that's pretty much overall my thoughts on the song like um, yeah, 
it's it's a good one. Like I really enjoy this one, but yeah, it's just that that little thing, like that one small thing. I feel like would have made it so 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 great. Um, I don't want to add too much more on top for you guys. So the only thing I'm gonna say is the bridge. I was getting mad. Okay, if if uh, Escape gave me mad Taylor Swift vibes, the bridge in Liar gave me mad Sia vibes. Like mm. um, just her tone. Um, or and well, no, maybe Rihanna because Rihanna says shine bright like a dot. No, now no, it's songs written by I Sia. Forget. There you go. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh. See, there you go. What did I say? There you go. I'm I'm spinning around in my chair right now. Anyway, <laughs> my headphones got. My headphones got. Okay, that's the only note I want to say. Oh. Thank you for that uh, trivia knowledge. I, that really helped my point. Just the random information that I have in this brain. <laughs> I love it. You are our Encyclopedia Pink. Okay. Um. Speaking of, you get to close up our conversation of I Never Die with the final track, track number eight, entitled My Bag. All right. Um, Mark, you said you wished you wished we out. ended with Liar. And why why did you wish we ended it with Liar? I think a Liar just would have been a great closing track. Oh, okay, okay. Because... Uh, so because what did you think about My Bag? My Bag is my new misfit. <laughs> wow! Oh, 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 oh. I, I oh, yeah, pretty much. Oh snap! I think pretty much like all the notes that I had from Misfit kind of apply to this song. <laughs> um, wow! To vaguely reiterate, just like when, uh, just when they try to do like a pure rap or pure hip hop song, I feel like it just comes off very unearnest and, um, yeah, it's like you're just it just comes off as imitating black culture and black music in a way that doesn't just it doesn't it doesn't feel like it fits uh like um yeah like hearing the song is like i feel like i should just play like just pull up saweetie's uh spotify like account and play her music um honestly so uh yeah i know like they wanted to have fun with this one soyan specifically said she wanted to make a full rap track for all the members for all of them to rap uh, but yeah, I, I just think uh, their their strengths are in other places. So yeah, I uh, didn't. So I overall didn't really like this song, especially looking at the like the performances of this stuff. So um, oh. yeah, um, yeah, I just like very. It's some like the same notes as Misfit. You just gotta listen to the NCT episode number four, that NCT episode, and my notes will be pretty much the same. Um, though there are like couple elements that I did like think were cool like they brought back Minnie's uh oh in her like her parts that's from like directly from their debut song La Tata um and I do think I do think Yuki does come off sounding the best on this track actually with her deep voice I think that's a nice like change like because her vocal tone is so like different compared to especially other like uh K-pop girl idols, like it, yeah. I thought she just she sounded cool, um, but otherwise, yeah. All the other criticisms that I have are still there. Oh no, I like this song, but now I I don't think I no. do. <laughs> don't change your mind. 
you mean no you you pointed out so many things that make so much sense to me and now now that you did i'm just like i'm gutted i'm just like oh i shouldn't like this song oh i should never go first (laughs) i don't want to like the culture the cultural appropriation song oh no oh no now i now you you've you've opened up my mind uh you've uh so i hate this song now i don't like it anymore <laughs> it sounds cheesy although i, I, I <laughs> um but uh what i was gonna say is um i i thought this was soyan's way of adding like having her like uh bad bad b number is, is this a bad b number mm-hmm. uh you know ending track to this album um, but that song is way better than this song because that song wasn't trying to. <laughs> not that Al- Mark has pointed it out. <laughs> not trying to sound like another, you know, so it's not trying to sound like Saweetie. Um, but um, to add on, uh, in addition to the Latata callback, I really, I really, it was really cool hearing because Minnie has like that, you know, that like. That beautiful tone and like raspiness in a way, um, but it was fun to hear a more sultry side to that voice, um, which I think was, was just interesting, you know, different for me. And so, um, other than that, I like I I used to like the song, but I hate it now. Oh boy. Okay, Stephen, what did you think? <sighs> yeah, I, I I also like enjoyed this song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel bad. I feel What's like that? okay. I'm also I'm also the resident hello enjoyer. On the oh, that, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I've i I've grown on hello. I've actually. I've, yeah. <laughs> I think I've returned uh, for that one. But. but I I guess I I like that Soyeon wrote everyone's verses on this, and like mm. you just everything just sounds like something Soyeon would do, and yeah. I feel like it wouldn't be good if. They all wrote their own. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, and I agree that Yuki's was my favorite, and that should be no surprise <laughs> up to this point. Um, uh, I think, like, Mini or yeah, Minis was was good, and then Mion had like those two lines uh, that were she had. She was like singing most of it, but then she had the the two lines where she kind of sounds a little more mean on it. Um, I but I something in Shua's verse. It took me. It reminded me of something I have not heard or thought about in years. Oh boy! Um, yeah, uh, because to me, this song, the bass. I don't know if too much of the rest of the beat has this sound, but the bass, to me, it kind of has this like Bay Area bounce to it, um, mm. and. Um, what okay when when Shuha goes she has a line where she ends up with like whoa whoa I immediately of thought rub. of Bubrov talking <laughs> about whistle tips and uh I I I had not like I went to watch it and I I just yeah I had not <laughs> thought about that in a long long time so are you not up Early cooking breakfast or something? Yeah, I, I, I hope Rob, Rob is. I hope he's doing okay. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder how he is. But yeah, uh, do you think Bubrub 
created his own dry rub. I feel like I would have I would have bought that. I I don't know. Yeah. I, but uh, anyway, yeah, because um, I'm sure the whistle tip idea didn't really uh, pan out. So it, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also Sorry. like, yeah, I I got I didn't really think too much of the beat, and I was surprised because it's a Nathan track. So oh yeah, Nathan. I I usually think he's like I always look forward to anything he does. So it, it was it was it was fine. I guess it worked as like a beat. Oh yeah, it's funny okay, you brought so, up the Bay. Sorry, it's oh. funny you brought up the Bay Area sound to it because Sweetie is from the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it's like I don't know, it just all the sounds coming together. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait for the 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 inevitable hyphy track, the hyphy K-pop track. I do not want to hear that. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, twenty twenty one was the year of the misfit, right? So are we gonna just? Oh, oh yeah, 20, I guess. I guess yeah. Leading into it from twenty twenty, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so twenty twenty two. Are we are we okay to declare it the year of the the my bag? Well, um, <laughs> I don't know because if I, I will have to, are you to choose between my, my bag and misfit. <laughs> Would you still choose misfit? As I, our misfit song. Uh, it's tough. Okay. The apples and oranges. Do we have to pit them together against each other? <laughs> no. No, we don't. We don't. We don't. We gotta have we gotta have our own uh okay, we'll figure it out. We gotta have our new misfit. It, it's gotta I'm not ready. To, I'm okay. All right, we'll figure it out. Okay, let's let's uh let's do a last call. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just end this. Um, okay, uh, we we finally got Idols' first full album um, come back after a year um, after a year solos. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna we're gonna close up shop. Do one last call. Do you guys have anything you want to say uh, about Idol and, or this release? Uh, okay, maybe I can go. I I don't know. I don't, I don't like. <laughs> I I like Idol and I, you know that I really loved Oh My God. I picked that as my favorite song of 2020. Um, but I, I I don't know. This this album has a few like great songs on it. But I, it, it's not overall like a real standout for me. Um, I think they still brought uh, their sound that I, um, the the one that I like the most from them, um, and I I think Soyeon, who is is clearly a very talented composer and uh performer, I think she was like showed off her her ability again, but it wasn't Soyeon who I uh like was paying the most attention to. And this time I think it was it was really Yuki who had a, a she was really great throughout the album. Um and yeah, I remember just hearing Bonnie and Clyde like a couple weeks ago and was struck by how much I enjoyed it. Like it just came on. So um yeah I think that kind of just changed how I, I felt about the the members in the group. Um I think 
something that uh, we we didn't really touch on either too much was that the group is now like one less member and mm-hmm. like did that what did that change for the sound and I, I guess not mm. for me not listening a lot to them it was actually it it I I wasn't sure what was missing I I think you you do hear uh the the the, the specific like tone that is no longer there but like what yeah I, I wasn't sure yet or uh, yeah I don't know it, it, it's I still like it, yeah. yeah trying to you don't know what like uh dynamics <clears throat> or like what how it changed the overall yeah, yeah. like outlook of the group or you know like if they decided to if they yeah. were going down a certain direction but now they're heading I don't know yeah yeah that's a good point um, but yeah, I guess uh, yeah, not not to like I I, I didn't no, really have okay. much to plan to, to say. So uh, I think it's it's a it's a fine release. I think the the title track is a pretty it's a really good one for them to choose as the title track, um, mm-hmm. and and to promote. But um, yeah, I think it's kind of a it, it it's it's an okay release overall. Yeah. Um. Alan Mark, do you want to? Yeah, I got I got something. So uh, it sort of actually extends out further, like Stephen's thoughts, except with a bit more context. So, mm-hmm. um, like in their the album showcase, uh, Soyeon described the album as uh, because we are coming back after such a long absence. I made this album as if we were debuting again, uh, which is sort of fitting, um, and that's sort of apparent since they were, you know. As a group of six, you know, it really comes off that all six of them were very close. And none of them, it seems like none of them really wanted Sujin to leave the group. Uh, At least that's from my, um, I'm sort of making that assumption there. But uh, so if they were to continue as a group, it makes sense that they decided to give themselves a fresh start as five. Uh, I'm assuming that's why in all the promotional stuff, uh, the G in Idol was clearly missing. Uh, I mean, in, in the music video, even the parentheses G is like, that's all gone. It was just I uh, hyphen DLE. Um, yeah. Um, for the album itself, was this the best thing they've created? Probably not. Um, and that also might be a habit of cons- constantly changing concepts from each single to single that they don't quite really refine a particular sound. Like if you go through all of the singles, like they don't really hit the same sort of tonally, nothing really hits the same, maybe except for uh, Han and Hua, but that was on purpose. Um, yeah, but I mean, that being said, I also don't think it necessarily matters uh, as a group. I think the clear goal for this album uh, sort of was to overcome the hurdle uh, of having their first original release without Sujin. Uh, yeah, so I'm hoping like, at least with this, it seemed very like, with how much energy, especially like angsty and like kick-ass energy there was behind it, I'm hoping that uh, they can relieve some of that emotional weight off of their soldiers, you know, if it felt cathartic in any way, and then continue on as sort of a brand new no-G, just idol. Um, yeah, and that's even something they've mentioned in like uh, like promotional videos they've done. Like They're like, let's just drop the G, let's just be idol from now on. And honestly, I think that might happen and 
you know, with that, I'm curious to see how it ultimately does like sort of change their sound over time. Uh, not just, you know, vocally, but uh, conceptually too. Like, are they going to keep uh, switching concepts constantly, like album after album? Or are they going to try to like hone it in a little bit? So uh, I guess we'll see, you know, you know, sort of a, a re-debut, if it will, with this album. Um, God, I should have went second. Oh my God, that was beautiful. <laughs> Beautifully said. Um, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have anything more to add except that the if I if I can have a takeaway from this album, it's that I thought it it was a rare feat that they did. That being a cohesive album, I felt mm. like every track here belonged in the album it, it was meant for this album it was very much created as one big package for you to consume and although i did not enjoy it um i'm not it's not something i'm like i would normally listen to um i i did appreciate just the i always appreciate different sounds and so this was this did not sound like a I mean, there was Korean, but it almost didn't really sound K-pop to me, which is really nice. I love hearing, I love hearing albums that um, break the norm. So, if uh, if <laughs> if it doesn't pan out, then at least they tried, I guess. I don't know. Um, but man, Escape! I can't believe it. I can't believe that song. It's a great song. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying it's it's not a great song. I'm just saying it's Alan Mark's favorite song. Well, yeah, I, I didn't see that coming. Okay. Well, thank you guys. I can close out the shop now. Um, we thank you all for choosing to dine with us. We really hope you enjoyed your stay with us today. And uh, we can't wait to see you next week. Uh, you can catch more episodes of How You Can Eat on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Um, on whatever. Uh, Google, Apple, Spotify, um, Pocket Cast. Uh, I can't think of the other ones. Stitcher. Um, we are on there, so make sure to give us a follow, uh, subscribe, uh, check out some other episodes, and leave a comment or rating, whatever you guys want. We appreciate feedback. And speaking of feedback, you can also email us, howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Steven is reading all of your emails, so send whatever you want to him. He waits with bated breath every single week, so um, keep him company. Send him some love. Uh, yeah, and you can follow us on all, all the socials as well. We are at How You Can Eat on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, and shout out to all our new Twitter followers and um, uh, people, I guess. Um, if you if you decided to listen to us after a couple of tweets in the past, anyway, that's that's about it. Uh, so for um, Alan, Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our absolute pleasure being your leaders this week. So long, stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See ya. Yeah, I'll be the tomboy. Yeah. Yeah.